Hi, and welcome to In The Real, a podcast for women by women, where we'll be talking about the hard, funny, and random things of life in any walk of life. So come have a seat at the table as we get In The Real. Hey guys, welcome back to In The Real. This week, we are going to dive into something probably a little bit more heavy, um, and we're going to just kind of just jump fairly quickly into it, if that is okay with you guys. So first of all, let's say hi, Heather. Hi. Hi, Marsha. Hey. How is y'all's week? Good. It's pretty good. Pretty good? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. I had a birthday party for my beautiful brown-eyed girl Aww. this weekend. So I know that you guys had some excitement going mm-hmm. on, but 19. Marsha, wow. I have questions. I have <laughs> questions at this point. Like 19. Like, what do you do with 19? What do you do with 19? What do you do with 19? Learn that you got to step back, huh? Hmm. So. At least a little. Hmm. <laughs> it, 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 mm. <laughs> I just I know, do a right? lot of, hmm. I'm just going to sit quietly and observe and watch that. <laughs> <laughs> not much I can tell you, except for what I was like at 19, and she's not. And she's not. And she's not. Because mm-hmm. I remember, mm-hmm. Marcia, you and I had a conversation because our beautiful girls run around together, mm-hmm. right? They yeah. decided that they were going to go cross country. Yes. I had to talk Ooh. you off the ledge. Yeah, you did. And we we fortified a wall mm-hmm. around them, mm-hmm. a safety net, mm-hmm. mind you, mm-hmm. of people. Yes. <laughs> in yes. every state you that we knew. And that. Jesus mm-hmm. was so precious to he us did. to like literally keep our girls safe. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. If you break down this is where you can go and hey Mm -hmm. this is who you can call Mm -hmm. and this is the stuff that you need to do and so yeah so it's it's learning how to let go man but hold on tight at the same time because oh my goodness i i tell my girl all the time you are gonna fall down but i'd rather you fall down in front of me Mm -hmm. so i can help get you back up successfully And, and teach you how to maneuver through this mm. life as uninjured as possible. Man. Yeah. But I do think that that was one of the conversations because you and I it both was. were like, 19, I remember 19. Yeah, and I and mm-hmm. our girls are not us at 19. Thank God that they are not <laughs> us. <laughs> and that is where their grace come in. Like, okay, you know, you're not me at 19. So, okay, yeah. let me just You're on the phone with me going, <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> Like, listen, none of them are pregnant and nobody (laughs) doing nothing. They're not on drugs, they're drinking. But Jesus, and they're beautiful and. They're okay. not deployed. And they're not deployed. <laughs> See, that's where Heather gets to come in. <laughs> they're not going to war. <laughs> it was a fun 19. <laughs> you got to blow things up. So you had a whole other world. Yeah. <laughs> it's a whole new world. I'm going to sing it, but she was right. <laughs> yeah. But in the midst of the celebration of my beautiful brown-eyed girl, um, I have... Uh, I lost my godfather mm-hmm. and um, actually on her birthday, mm-hmm. which sucks the biggest of sucks. Mm-hmm. And um, we found out Saturday morning before we had our family gathering for Gabriel's birthday. And um, this is somebody that literally has been in my life since I was 15 years old. And if we remember 15, I mean, you're mm-hmm. raising mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. In this, because listen, guys, Marsha has y- you. You Man. name a number, throw a dart. She's got <laughs> it. <there. laughs> I got you. <laughs> you 
<laughs> or it's about to be there. Or about, to be, about there. to be there. <laughs> but but 15 was rough. Like 15's yeah. rough. And um, God so graciously um, brought this couple, this husband and wife, into my life. Mm. And um, they they spiritually adopted me. Now I was raised with my mom and my stepdad, mm-hmm. both love God. I had a fairly good, solid, you know, I come from a divorced house. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a whole other podcast and mm-hmm. all of our backgrounds. We might throw that in there one day. Mm-hmm. Um, just of all of the, the things that we have grown through and, um, and God so graciously brought him into our world. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, he had a open heart surgery um, about a week or so ago, and he didn't recover. Mm. And so, the podcast that we want to do with you guys today, the conversation that we want to have in front of you guys today is this. Um, what happens when things don't go the way that you thought they were going mm-hmm. to go, right? Mm-hmm. Not necessarily the title of that, but just like what happens because <clears throat> as you guys are pulling up your coffee and sitting down at the table and, and listening to us and having this conversation with us, life sucks mm-hmm. at times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Heather has much more colorful words <laughs> that she's promised not to say. <laughs> I'm being <laughs> redeemed. <laughs> Sanctification in progress. <laughs> but it's like, what do you do when when you don't think that God has gone has come through? Mm-hmm. I didn't mean to rhyme, but like, because listen, guys, I believed with everything inside of me that he was gonna mm-hmm. he was gonna live and not die, yeah. that he was gonna recover. Mm. You know, what do you do when you get a call that you have cancer? What do you do when you have a call that, you know, your your mom is mm-hmm. not feeling good, yeah. stuff is happening. Mm-hmm. What do you, do, you know what I mean? What do you do when you have a friend that you now found out is dead? Yeah. What do you do? Mm-hmm. What do you do? Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. asking a question. What, okay. do you, what, what do you do? Especially when you were, like you said, expecting the outcome to be a bit different. Because I know a lot <coughs> of our listeners, I believe this with everything inside mm-hmm. of me. <coughs> One of the reasons why I believe that people are going to come across and and sit down and listen with us is because we're going to talk about the real stuff. It's mm-hmm. it's not just a title. Mm-hmm. It's 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 the the garbage, the hurt, the crap, mm-hmm. the stuff, the 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 really um, sucker punches of the enemy of life. Yeah. What do how do you respond in this because we've got quite a p- few people that have walked away mm-hmm. from right. God that have walked away from <coughs> families that have walked away from relationships mm-hmm. because all of a sudden they're standing back and they're thinking this was supposed to go one way. They're walking away from marriages. They're walking away. Mm-hmm. You hear what I'm mm-hmm. saying? They're walking away because we have this preconceived idea of what we think it needs to be. Mm-hmm. And either the enemy has robbed us mm-hmm. or God said, that wasn't my yeah. plan. That wasn't my plan. Yeah. And so what, what do you do? I'm learning in this season that it is, and we've heard it before, that it is okay to not be okay. Yeah. And just to sit in that for a second. I mean, not forever. Yes. 
But right. sit in that for a second. Take a deep breath or two. Yeah. And just accept this is not okay. It's not okay. You know, the three of us, we're Christian women. We love God. So yeah. I think sometimes even women maybe that are listening that are Christian women can get caught up in that mindset that I'm a Christian. I'm not supposed to be sad. Come on. Because God is my strength. God is my help. God is my rock. He's my refuge, my strong tower. Right. And we know that. So it's like, oh, my gosh, I've sinned if I allow myself to not be okay. Right. But we're human. Right. And life is life. Life is real. Life is real. It is real. We're talking about real stuff. Yes. So to not accept. I'm mad about this. Yes. I'm mad that he died. Yes. Yes. And, you know, not just acknowledge that, I think, does a disservice. So I would say, you know, just it's okay. Yeah. It's okay to fuss. It's okay for a second to just be mad about that. We should be mad about stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we, in the Bible, it does say God is your strength, God is Mm -hmm. your strong tower, God is your refuge. And they're beautiful words, but you would only ever need those things if you were hurt or fleeing for your life or injured or running from death. Right. Mm -hmm. So guess what? Usually if you're in that, you've been wounded. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it would be asinine. Yeah. Let me use a nice word. That is a good (laughs) word. Nice word. Look at you, author Anyways, (laughs) it would be asinine to think that I need a strong tower because I'm not hurt. I just need a moment to catch my breath. That's good. Because Mm. something hasn't happened to me. Mm. Yeah. Because something has happened. Yeah. And what we do when those things happen is we grieve. Mm -hmm. It's unnatural to think that you shouldn't grieve. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, Marsha, like you were saying, you don't stay in it for Mm -hmm. decades or whatever, but there's a part of you that is going to grieve for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's an immediate part that's going to grieve for some time. Yeah. I think there's even a deeper part that kind of grieves for, for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when we say that we don't need to do that. Yeah. We're circumventing mm-hmm. what God created in us. Oh, yeah. To mm-hmm. handle that kind of pain. Mm-hmm. Because as ourselves, we are not meant to handle that kind of yes. pain. Correct. We weren't created to have death mm-hmm. that's you're but right. it is a thing that exists yeah god never made death as an option for us until we took it mm-hmm. and that doesn't mean he's okay with it right but it is a byproduct of the laws that were created at the foundation of the earth yeah and we, we can't change that mm-hmm. and as god he won't until the day mm-hmm. his son comes back and by the way, we weren't created to have death. He sent his son to have death mm-hmm. for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God didn't never need to taste death. He never needed that, mm-hmm. but he did. Wow. For us. Yeah. So that we could, at one point in time, be death. In the moment of pain and grief, that does not, that does not com- comfort a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I wouldn't say that that's a deep thing to talk about right now, but it's just something to sit on the burner for later. Yeah. But right now we grieve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We sit with you. Yeah. 
We hold you while you cry. Your husband holds you while you cry. Yeah. We make sure you have food. We just grieve. Mm-hmm. I can't change that fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't change that fact mm-hmm. right now. Marsh can't. Mm-hmm. We would love to. Right. We're fixers. Yeah. We yeah. like to get in there. <laughs> I mean, if she could, she'd be over there raising mm-hmm. the dead. But like yes. right now, at this moment in time, yeah. it hadn't happened right now. But that, you know. Yeah. So we sit. Yeah. And we agree with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we don't right. try to fix. That's right. Yeah. Because we can't. Right. Mm-hmm. And for somebody who's grieving, you just, you grieve. You find mm-hmm. people who are comfortable enough to grieve around you and with you. Yeah. So good, Heather. Because mm-hmm. there's not a whole lot you can do. Yeah. Because mm. it's, I, I think that that's one of the things why it seems to be so hard for people to be in this space. Mm-hmm. You nailed it. The fact that it is so foreign, it's so not how we were designed, right? right? right. And I love how you literally said how how God literally brought his son, yes, to die for us for our sins and all of the things, but I also believe that it, he, to create that humanity, right. like like nobody grieves like like God grieves. He literally grieves in a space that we have no idea. Mm. Right. right? And so for him to know how that feels Mm. and for him to come and sit with us in the midst of that, Mm. not just you guys here with me, but knowing, you know, those moments of, and, and, Pardon me, guys, while I'm, like, processing this kind yeah, of even in yeah. front of y'all. But it's like, again, I believe that there are going to be people that are going to be hearing this that are sitting here going, how do I even do that? Mm-hmm. How do I do that? How do I let myself wail and cry right. and sit in it and not get lost? Mm-hmm. Because right. too many times, you know... I've got people that I adore and I love mm-hmm. that have lost loved ones that still have shrines and still For have sure. things that mm-hmm. are set yeah. up and you just go, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because <clears throat> when all of this was happening, I'm standing back saying, I want to feel all of it. And I, I know I told Luke this, but it was like, I don't know. I don't know if I told y'all this, but I think I might have told you yesterday. <clears throat> I want to feel all of it. Mm. Like you're like, girl, don't like feel all of it. Don't feel all of it. You know, like you were freaking out on me um, a little bit, Heather. Okay. But it was, but it, but it was more of, I want to feel this because I want to be able to have a space of compassion mm-hmm. for when, mm. if for when, for when, mm-hmm. because in Ecclesiastes, there's a time for Ecclesiastes. Yes. There's a yes. there's a time for we- reaping. There's a time for se- there's a mm-hmm. time to live and there's a time to die. Yeah. Right? Like literally, here's God saying, "There's seasons. Mm-hmm. There's all these seasons, and it's like, and it's and and I want I want to, I want to sit in. I want to learn how to sit in these spaces, because too many times, you being a veteran, you seeing literally mm-hmm. seeing death, my mm-hmm. friend. Mm-hmm. I, w- I want to be able to sit down with people mm-hmm. and help heal in a space where 
too many times we push it down. Mm-hmm. Us being strong women, mm-hmm. I got this. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. I need to be strong for. I mean, our husbands, you know, they mm-hmm. or family members. They're like they come along and they're like, "I'm going to be fine for you," and it's like. I need you to break with me. Mm-hmm. I need you to break with me right now and allow God to be God. I, I need, I need you to come and I need you to cry yes. with me and hold me mourn with those who mourn rejoice with those who rejoice. I, I, I don't need a pep rally. I, I, I need, I need somebody that looks yeah. at me mm-hmm. and says, I even need That's somebody so that looks at me and says, I don't know what to say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Shoot. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we've got, we've got friends that have lost children mm. that have lost babies. I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm looking at them and I'm thinking, I want to be able to sit in this space with you. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to, what is it that they say? I want to hold space for you. You know, I actually, I l- listened to a reel the other day, Instagram, mm-hmm. I'm all constantly mm-hmm. sending things to you, right? Yeah. The reels yes. and the funnies yes. and the things mm-hmm. and the deep, let's get deep, mm-hmm. you know? But one of them is saying, and it was talking about somebody that had passed away. Mm-hmm. And it's, and basically it was saying, I never understood this, this statement until they said, I'm going to hold space for you. Mm-hmm. And Heather, you said it so beautifully because it's like, there's a grieving that's kind of shallow, and then there's this grieving that's a little deeper, but then there's that grieving that goes way down inside mm-hmm. and and stays with you. And that's the honor, right? That's the, I'm going to remember you in a space. Mm-hmm. I'm going to honor you by living a life that is honorable. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to take on some of the attributes mm-hmm. And I'm going to take on some of the things that you taught me. And I'm going to become better. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to let God come in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let him come in. And I'm going to let him undo all the things that need to be undone. And I'm going to let him come so close. And just hold the space of whatever it is that he wants to hold there. And I think too many times we live in a society, we as women, because again, this is a woman's podcast, mm-hmm. right? Yes. You know, I think of the fellas all the time that they always have to constantly come off hard or just like, I got this together. Mm-hmm. I can't, I'm a grown man. I can't cry. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how many times I've heard say, yeah, big girls don't cry. Yeah, and I'm right. like, to hell they don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you mm-hmm. haven't met me. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I will cry. I'll cry for all of y'all <laughs> at this point, you know? Yeah. But it's it's a thing of God is not scared of that. He's not scared of that. I I don't want, I think we get scared of that. Yeah. Am I making sense? Yeah, you're mm-hmm. talking vulnerability. Yes. Yeah. And just uh, being vulnerable before God. And uh, yeah, you said it. I think a lot of times we don't allow ourselves to be vulnerable because we have heard big girls don't cry. And then you find girls like us, because yeah. there are several girls like we were, yeah, um, who are who had to hold it up yeah. for the family. 
yeah. who couldn't, you know, let for years, I just did not allow my kids to see me cry or I did not express my feelings, my dark, you know, my feelings to my children yeah. or to my family because I got to be strong. Yeah. So when you find yourself in a situation like that, and I think Heather brought it out too, was good friends, friends around that can come in alongside you and support you, bring that meal or just check in and see how you're doing, make sure you're okay. Yeah. When we're not saying what we need because the Bible tells us to make our requests known. Yes. And But if we're not making our requests known, even though God knows a good friend mm-hmm. would be able to come up and say there's something wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Or I know what's wrong. Yep. But even getting still, you got to be open enough to say, okay, this is what it is. So um, I appreciate you sharing, you know, sharing with us and just being in this space that teaches us how to pour ourselves out more and how to be vulnerable before God. Yeah. How to cry out to him and how to say, hey, guys, I need help. Yeah. I'm in a space that just isn't pleasant. Yeah. And I'm pushing aside strong woman yeah and i'm saying help i'm feeling weak yeah yeah and if we learn to do that a lot more Mm -hmm. i'm probably going to go off into something different if we learn to do if we learn to do that a lot more we can get rid of a lot of the the, or minimize some of the mental issues yes that we're dealing with yes no i think you nailed it yeah we're just we're internalizing so much because we we've been told so many times just do it. You got to be strong. Hang in there. Right. Don't worry about it. Right. So, and and to piggyback on actually what you had said, um, how you didn't let your kids see you sh- show emotion for the mm-hmm. longest time. I will. I will say personally, it has been in the times where I have allowed myself to cry in front of Gabriel, mm-hmm. um, to show myself vulnerable for my daughter. I'm standing back and I'm. Because, it, again, here's her birthday. This was her papa, too. It wasn't just my godfather. He adopted her, too. Again, you know, like, he's known me since I was 15, so he went through my first marriage. Mm-hmm. He he saw her, bur- you know, burst and was there. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he's he's lived this life. Yeah. This is his grandbaby. Right. You know, this is his girl. And so when we allow ourselves to be vulnerable, mm-hmm. It allows other people to be vulnerable, Mm -hmm. too. It allows my beautiful brown-eyed girl who does not want to show emotion and cry in front of her friends to show that you can cry. Because that's not healthy. Mm -hmm. That's not healthy. You can't, don't, God created certain things inside of us. Mm -hmm. We can't shut certain Mm -hmm. things off. Yeah. Well, you, you can you can. Yeah, yeah. It's very unhealthy. I was going to say. It's a very unhealthy. Speak to it, Heather. <laughs> um, I think. I think I uh, cried in 2007, and for about three seconds when a friend of mine died, and then I stopped. Mm-hmm. I was deployed. It really you can't you can't grieve when you're actively deployed. Mm-hmm. You just you just can't. You're you're busy. You have you have work. Um, and so I just said, you know, I'm just going to set aside. I'll, I'll grieve later when I get home. Um, besides I, I, at the time I was like, what's the use of crying? They're dead. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no point now. I mean, they're, they're gone. Like mm-hmm. it was 20, I was 23 maybe. 
Wow. Yeah, I was still pretty young and stupid at the time. Um, (laughs) So this is deployment number two. And then a week, six, five or six days later, found out another friend of mine had died. And uh, someone I knew less, which didn't make it any better, but it just was less painful. I actually had to tell people. Wow. That, you know, I accidentally notified a guy. I didn't realize they were, like, really good friends. I had no... I didn't know that. So when I told him, it was kind of blunt. And it uh, really... Really messed him up. I, like... Mm. You, you, the guy was, like, six, seven, and he's sobbing. And I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna... I'm just gonna leave you then. Like, because I had no idea what yeah. to do. I didn't yeah. have... My emotions were already messed up. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I shut down my emotions. It was probably... 12 or 13 years later mm. that I ever even tried to write or speak about what had happened there. I wow. couldn't, I couldn't cry. I got saved and everything. And like, there's just like these two little teardrops. Mm. And even to this day, I find it very hard to cry. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, I, it's not that I try not to, yeah. I have to stop myself from shutting it down. So I'll be up somewhere and I'm like, okay, feel it. <laughs> <laughs> nothing you know like yeah. i mean i feel it but nothing is coming out of my tear ducts yeah. and um i used to joke and say i was born without them <laughs> and people actually believe that but i mean it's that's what happens when you decide to to yeah. shut it down yeah is and it doesn't just shut down one thing yeah Come i on. went for years without being able to fully feel yeah and if you can't feel bad guess what you really yeah. can't feel you can't feel good. Man, come on, Heather. And if you can't feel, you can't heal. Yeah. You Man. cannot heal fully from things if you can't feel them. Man. So it wasn't until I, after I had gotten saved and I was tripping my life around with Jesus thinking everything yeah. was okay, that I ended up having this whole like bottoming out mentally physically all ptsd all this stuff Mm. just popped up overnight and it wasn't popped up it just was finally released my body and my brain were done Mm. yeah they couldn't hold it anymore yeah and since then i've been slowly learning to heal but there was a time there were a few months during that time where i just sat in my room in the dark and I couldn't even tell you what day it was or what time period it was or a- anything. I, I couldn't, everything was so intense. Every noise was so intense and so overwhelming. But I could tell you, I knew God was there. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I don't even have, I don't know how to explain that in words. Yeah. I could literally feel him closer than the blanket that was wrapped around me. I mean, wow. I just, yeah. and I knew, okay, I, I am not okay. Yeah. Um, I My friends and my family know I am not okay right now. I can't even tell them what is wrong, mm. but I, I can feel God. And mm. if that's all I can do today, then that's enough. Mm. So good. Mm-hmm. So good. I don't even know if I'm going to wake up tomorrow. I don't even know if I want to wake up mm. tomorrow. Mm. But I just know... That I can feel him, and that's all I can do, yeah. and yeah. I'm okay with that right now. And it took mu- it took months. It took a long time, um, and there are still days. It still takes time, but I 
sincerely think I would have had a lot easier of a time if I'd have actually processed my emotions mm -hmm. the decades before. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know that. And I didn't know that that's what I was shutting off at the time. Yeah. And the enemy is so smart like that. He's mm -hmm. not going to give you an opportunity to figure that out if he can take it from you. Right. So, but feel the emotions. Mm -hmm. Because they'll either A, if you don't, they'll overwhelm you or they'll leave. Shoot. Or you can feel them, and at a point you can say, "Okay, I've had my fill mm -hmm. today. Yeah, I will revisit you tomorrow. Yeah." And it's a, just a way to slowly not give give space. Give space. It's such not a beautiful way of saying it. Not, <laughs> not to forget that we um, a lot of times in the military we would say, "I'm going to speak your name." I'm Aww. still going to speak your name. I'm going to remember you. Yeah. Why? Because if to be forgotten is worse. Mm. So I'd rather say your name, even when it's painful. Mm. Yeah. And so it's an honor thing. It's space. Mm. Yeah. And it's incredibly hard to do at mm. first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there are times where it's, it, it's a little easier. And there are times where it's going to just be hard for a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But that's the honor of knowing someone that well and loving them that yeah. deep. Hmm. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. so good. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's so good. I had to actually write it down. If you can't feel, you can't heal. Yep. Shoot. Mm. I may have to write something about that. That was good. I never said that out loud, I don't think. That was so good. Yeah. Mm. But it's true. It's it hurts, but healing doesn't always feel great. Mm -mm. I mean, if you get wounded, it hurts, it hurts. while you heal. Right. Yeah. If you've ever had a surgery, <laughs> yeah. I have. someone might know a little about that. It hurts <laughs> while you heal. Yes, mm -hmm. injuries hurt while they heal. Yeah, but that's because it's letting you know one. You're getting a little better. Mm -hmm. And two, you're not 100% yet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So don't go running around acting like you are. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You that's know. good. Mm -hmm. and, so I, good. And, I know that, and I know that with this and what I've just recently gone through, and for those paying attention, or I don't think I've said this on here, have I? Yeah, I think so. Um, just went through. A removing of a cancer. How long ago was that? Which one? You did two yeah, surgeries. I have done two surgeries. Done two surgeries. But a um, month and a half ago? Three and a half weeks. Yeah, That's mm -hmm. yeah, really? So not a month yet. Yeah. Shoot. Wow. Three mm -hmm. and a half weeks? Are you serious? Mm. Says our sound man slash husband. <laughs> Almost four. Mm. Almost four weeks. You said it so quietly, too. <laughs> and he's sweet. Um, it's one of those... You've got to let... I, I don't know how many times I need to say this right now. You've got to let God in. You've got to let God in. Mm -hmm. You You have got to let him direct you through all of the things. Yeah. I never should have had cancer, right? Because you said it. We're women of God. We're, right. we're women of God. We're supposed to be into... What am I trying to say? 
in, invincible. In, invincible, indestructible, yeah. indestructible, indestructible, all of the things, right? Mm-hmm. My, my, my Charlie shouldn't have died. Mm-hmm. He should have came through that. He mm-hmm. never should have had this problem to begin with. Right. Guys, listen, we live in a fallen world. Okay. Right. Cause I've actually had people go, where's your God? Mm. Where's your God? Or do you believe in healing? I mean, do you believe in healing? Like they're looking at me because people are, people have religious tendencies. Mm-hmm. You know, well, if you pray hard enough or if you do this hard enough or if you do this enough or if you do this right or if you do the, mm-hmm. you hear mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we're being real. Mm-hmm. And we're wanting to unearth all of this stuff because ultimately what it boils down to is God is God. We were never designed, as you so eloquently said, never designed to even taste death, let alone sin in the world. Mm -hmm. But here we are, we're living in a fallen world, and he was so gracious enough to give us the Holy Spirit, as well as his son, to help maneuver us through this. Mm -hmm. And this is holding space and learning, because y'all have walked with me through the very beginning of all of this. Like y'all were my other phone call, one of my first phone, well, first text. It's Mm -hmm. like, it was where it was weird. Mm -hmm. How do I call two of you at the same time? (laughs) But this is what's happening. This is what's going on. And I'm going to follow God's lead. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is, that is the takeaway that I want to leave people with Mm -hmm. today. Let, let him lead you because he's in the hard Mm -hmm. He's in the heart. He's not going to abandon you mm-hmm. in the process. Mm-hmm. He's not going to abandon. He's going to sit with you in the middle of a dark room. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's going to give you peace to your mind in the mm-hmm. midst of the loudness mm-hmm. of all of the screaming of the kids, of mm-hmm. the things, of the stuff. Right. Because mm-hmm. I do. I think of you. I, I say this and I think of think of both of you and I've said this to you all but it's like I honor both of you guys because I stand back and I go to see the strength of God mm-hmm. inside of y'all I know where your strength comes from mm-hmm. right. I mean y'all are badasses truly mm-hmm. but to see what G- what you allow Jesus mm-hmm. what you guys allow God to do in your lives is phenomenal mm-hmm and that's that's when the rubber meets the road and that's when he comes in and he comes into the hard mm-hmm. and he says we're going to make it to the other side yeah we're going to make it to the we other are. side and you you just said it the initial question was what do you do when it doesn't go your way what do you do right. you step out of it and say is not my will but God's will be done because Period. Jesus is the perfect example right truly he didn't deserve what he got yeah so we want to sit back and say but well, I don't deserve this right. <laughs> well the Jesus didn't come on so once we pull ourselves out of the equation and yeah. do and I just gotta you know I gotta say it come on. and do what Dina did because Aww. what Dina stepped back and did and she didn't say oh my god you know why am I going through this? Why me? Yeah. Well, you may have said that, but the bottom line of it all is when you got into the situation, it was, okay, God, here I am. Yeah. Now, who do I save? That's it. Right. That's, that's it. it. That's right. it. 
how do I, what do I say to the doctor who's going to cut me? What is he going through? Yeah. What do I say to the nurses? You got in and you said, okay, this is not a pretty moment. Mm -mm. This is not a great time to be in. But God, what do you want to show me or show someone else through me? Yeah. And when we pull ourselves out of the equation, I think we're able, I said, I know we're able. Yes to get through the situations a lot better than what we are. Yeah. And um, I mean, I think about my mom and she's just kind of the same way. She, yeah. I mentioned um, in one of the other podcasts that she, she broke her ankle in several places and um, cracked the other. Dang it. But literally days later, she's saying, okay, God, so what do you want to show me? <laughs> you know, yeah. what can I do? Who do you want me to be for someone else? Of course, God doesn't allow, uh, doesn't want us to have to deal with death and right. have to deal with cancer in our bodies. He doesn't right. want that for us. Right. right. He's not the one that He's does it. Not, right. he, he does, does not. Yeah, he is not he on trial. He doesn't you know, do it. He wants right. us healthy. He wants us healthy. He wanted us to stay alive. That's right. But here we are. And what do we do with it? Do we sit back and we just... Uh, complain about it all and whine about it and you know woe is me or do we say okay god yeah what do you get out of this yeah so and i think it was funny it was not funny it was a little Mm -hmm. mind-boggling at the time when dean was like yes i've been praying about the people i've been seeing who i can pray for and i was like are you crazy woman you're going in there like are are you nuts like i mean i'm not i'm not saying go woe is me but i would not be thinking about the other people there's a difference in who we are right now in our walks (laughs) but that's okay but i remember you distinctly saying Mm -hmm. this is just another fight it is. And it's but a, it was just it wasn't a careless way that you said mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm, but it was mm-hmm. like a carefree way mm-hmm. like pff, I've already been down there. Mm-hmm. I know all I know all about what doctors say mm-hmm. about things in my body. This right. is just another fight. Yeah. And you were like I'm going to walk through it mm-hmm. and there are days when I'm not going to be okay. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. But mm-hmm. my day doesn't end and begin with me. Mm-hmm. It right. does with God. That's and I'm right. going to go in and I'm going to find somebody that I can help. And mm-hmm. I was like she is like woman has got to get some surgery like i'm all about you know yes jesus but (laughs) she was way chill about it and i'm like oh my gosh but Mm -hmm. that's not my takeaway though sorry (laughs) that just had to be said because it threw my brain for a loop Mm -hmm. but my takeaway would be you said it earlier you you said um people have grown up with religion telling them healing should look a certain way right and and I almost I want to add on to that too. That part, Heather, come on. Is is that it does look multiple ways. Yes. But not only have have people been told that. That's something that was pressed on them. Mm. Yes, ma'am. When they were hurt. Yes, ma'am. When they were injured. When they were sick. When they had lost someone, they were told, "Well, you just got to pray about it." Mm. Yeah. You just you know what? Pray harder. Yeah. Yes. Pray hard. Pray real hard. Yeah. And go to the doctor. Yeah. And go to therapy if you need to. And yeah. take a medicine. Yeah. Go up and find someone who prays for healing and you let them just douse you with oil. Yeah. And then you go take your meds and you find yourself in the word and you don't let anybody tell you what is and isn't healing other than God. Come on, Heather. Don't because that will crush you. Yeah. That will, I mean, I take meds. They yeah. make my brain stay straight. I hate them. Yeah. But they work. Yeah. But I'm mm-hmm. hoping one day that maybe that won't be the case. However, yeah. right now, yeah. I don't want to be in the crazy ward again. Right. So guess what? 
I'm going to take my meds and I'm going to surround myself with people who will love me and care for me and gently be like, hey, did you take your meds? <laughs> did you talk to somebody today? I, that was the first thing I said to you. <laughs> and that's a fair question. Yeah. Yeah. Because healing doesn't, it doesn't look like one thing. Come on. It comes from one source. Yeah. Ugh. But Come don't on, take say that, that again. Good. No, healing doesn't look like one thing, yeah. but it comes from one source. But don't let anyone tell you it should only be a certain way. We we kill Christians for that. Yes. Like we kill ourselves as Christians and you cut your faith in half or all the way. Man. Because you've been told it shouldn't look this way. Mm. God tells you to get into a river and dunk yourself. Do it. Mm-hmm. Come on. Oh, if a donkey tells you to get into a river and dunk <laughs> yourself, you do that too. Shoot, yeah. If God tells you to sit and feel the emotions yeah. with him, you do it. Yeah. As best as you can. Yeah. Man. Because that is healing. That's healing. And we don't get to tell people how it should look like. We just get to come alongside them. And maybe say, hey, it's been nine months. Okay. Yes. Let's, you know, I, it, there's a time to begin to walk in life again. Yeah. But I don't get to tell you when you stop mourning. Right. I can just tell you maybe it's time to live a little again. Oh. But that's not going to be the day after somebody dies. Yeah. Come on. You don't. <clears throat> Sorry, that's a soapbox of mine. And there you go. And amen. And there you go. Amen. Shoot. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next week on The Real. <laughs>